0: Hello there and welcome to this session which is all about how I find ways to help my clients stop overeating. Now overeating is is a pretty big thing that comes up when people come to me. They say that if they have a packet of biscuits in the house they can't resist them. They say that they don't really know quite how to stop eating, that food is on their mind all of the time, um, that they find themselves overeating depending on who they're with or where they are, for example. So I thought it might be helpful just to come on and explain my approach to helping people get over this problem. And of course, for some people, overeating means that they gain weight. For others, it means that they then turn to restrictive diets in order to balance that overeating pattern. For other people, it means that they exercise a lot, but they exercise in order to burn off the food rather than perhaps for the the exercise health benefits. So, I break down my approach into five steps and the first step and one of one of the most important things to think about before you look at trying to stop overeating is to really get your mindset ready for change. So to look at to look at I think how you're feeling about changing behavior because we have to be in the right frame of mind um, it's not just about behavior. Um, it's not just about willpower. It's not just about saying oh i'm gonna I'm gonna make this massive change tomorrow. We have to actually believe that it's possible. and we have to accept also that if we are going to change behavior, it needs to be done over a period of time. It can't be instant that habits are changed with little tiny steps. And I do have another broadcast that talks about that on podcast and also on YouTube. And it's also about looking at the possible reasons why we might overeat. So with my clients, I will Look at how ready they are to change. Really, how committed are they? How motivated are they? Are they aware of what the benefits are of changing, of stopping that overeating pattern of behaviour? And sometimes that's about consequences. What are the consequences if you don't stop? Sometimes those are also really good drivers. So that's really important. And then I will do... A quickie quiz just to start to look at what the day and what the week's pattern of eating might might be so that's the first step really getting ready to change how you eat and then the second step I believe is where we start to really do the important work it's crucial that you start to understand what your relationship is with food what your past relationship has been and what your current relationship is and to understand what is driving the overeating pattern. And that could be a whole host of reasons. A very common one is emotional eating. And if you're driven by emotions, it's really important to go through with the help of someone like me what those emotions are, how you might deal with them in an alternative way and also getting to understand that they are a very natural part of living. So emotions and then also other factors can be things like lifestyles. It could be your work, working patterns Might cause you to overeat. For example, people go a long time without eating and then they become extremely hungry. And then that drives overeating at the time because they're so ravenous. They eat really quickly and they don't eat, where is it? That way, that way, mindfully. They don't eat mindfully, um, which means that they're eating mindlessly, which is fast and very often too much. So that's an example of how your lifestyle can cause you to overeat. And so as part of that second step, I suggest that we really get to grips with what your personal relationship is with food and what your pattern of eating looks like, so that we know what we're dealing with. Because if we're looking at behaviour change, we have to really understand where the behaviour comes from and what's actually driving it. Then the third step, I believe, is then to say, okay, having looked at this, let's let's try and break it down. Let's try and equip you with some better tools to eat in a different way. And because my practice is all about mindful eating, it is underpinned by understanding your hunger and your hunger cues. And I believe that there are eight types of hunger. And again, you can find more information about that on my other podcasts and videos and if you want to make sure you don't miss any of those either follow or subscribe please. So understanding your hunger and really tapping into a whether you need to eat and b how much you need to eat and then I help people and I would suggest that you look into this also how to eat mindfully what does that mean what, what is that Um, because that can really help take the place of some of these other behaviours once we've got to the bottom of of them. And then I also think it's important to, to remind people how damaging certain eating practices can be and how they can lead to overeating. So things like restrictive dieting is a really, really big one. The more you restrict, the more likely you are to overeat. That is an absolute fact. So as part of this mindful eating, there's a lot that goes on around permission to eat any food. So nothing is off limits. And that's really important. Nothing is off limits. But what we do do is we tap into more of an intuitive way of eating, which means that we only ever eat what we need. Step four is to is to say, okay, I've got all these tools. And then to, I think, you know, because things are not always that straightforward, to really look at what the obstacles might be. And some of those are external obstacles. For example, people around you can, with the best will in the world, think that they're helping, but in fact they can be sabotaging what you are doing. And so it's important to to learn diplomatic and constructive ways to actually refuse food or to explain why you've had enough that actually is are, are comfortable socially and comfortable within that unit that you might find yourself. So that's an important factor to help people with. But then I think the big one about this next step, which I actually call own your new eating and help yourself is to really work on that internal dialogue. So the internal dialogue is very often coming from your subconscious, which is suggesting a behavior that it thinks that you need. So part of this whole process is actually understanding where those those psychological triggers and those messages are actually coming from and learning a way to accept them, but then to have an alternative and to start to really feel empowered around and to understand that that choice to overeat or not is entirely yours it is entirely yours and once you get to that place it is incredibly liberating and then all of a sudden that packet of biscuits that I mentioned in the beginning does not have the control anymore and that packet of biscuits can sit in the cupboard for as long as you like until the point when you think God, I really fancy a hobnob nothing else is going to hit the spot and you sit down because it's important to sit down with your cup of tea and your hobnob and you savour every single moment but that's all you need you don't need to eat the whole packet and that's the point that you can get to by understanding what that internal dialogue is actually saying to you and how you can deal with it So that equips, would equip you, will equip you, can equip you with the tools and the understanding. But then I think it's important not just to leave it there. I think it's important then to think of the positive way to move forward. So to identify with what that new eating behavior looks like, to personify it, to visualize it, and to be able to recall it whenever it's needed. And what I mean by that is that sometimes we will find ourselves back in some of those situational um, uh, situations, (laughs) situational situations, um, where some of those challenges present themselves again. And so by understanding, connecting with, defining and visualising what that new version of you looks like it gives you something to really hang on to. So as part of this process when when I'm working with someone I will use some neuro-linguistic programming at this point to really help people feel connected with with this new behaviour that they they have learned. So I hope some of those ideas will help you. You might decide that you want to perhaps put a few into practice yourself. If you want help with any of them, those five steps exist in a very easy to follow online course that I have available. And I've got details of those in the description to this session. So you'll be able to access that if you would like to. And that takes you through those five steps. Step one, get ready to change how you eat. Step two, understanding your eating. Step three, learning a new way to eat. Step four, owning your new eating and learning how to help yourself. And then step five, thinking positively To move forward. And the last thing that I want to say to you is that it is perfectly and easily possible to stop overeating. You just need to be shown how to do it. So if you'd like me to help you, then please get in touch. In the meantime, I hope to see you and connect with you again very soon.